Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. My question is, are you having as much fun with this as the world is? I am. I, I, and not only are we having fun, what we're doing here in Vermont is we're going to be selling around the country uh, sweatshirts and T-shirts and all of the money that's going to be raised, which I expect will be a couple of million dollars, will be going to programs like Meals on Wheels that feed uh, low-income senior citizens. Do you Decent time today, and got ready. Nice. I, I feel like that's uh, what I, what I just did. There is not. Hey, you look decent like today. Men, did you men put get in trouble? On? Get in trouble for that. We had a whole thing for anybody who is who is uh is listening to this when dog admitted it was like the first time in, yeah. in like months that you put on makeup. If this was your was if this is your day. first listen, he did not just try to neg me. It was more yeah. so the fact that this is an ongoing thing, and I don't have the energy hey, to think about. Hey, on. bitch! Do you wear makeup or what? <laughs> hey, you look a little better than usual. <laughs> is that makeup? That's usually how it goes. <laughs> this is did you write it a weekly podcast about the internet by way of right at the front page of the internet? My name is it's your dad. I'm dog boobs. <laughs> My free day. That was good, dog boobs. <laughs> So for anybody who's just listening on the pod, so we actually already recorded this. We have to re-record it because my free day, uh, my free day's uh, audio wasn't working. So someone um, hacked him and ruined it. Exactly. Some huh? some somebody from the deep state. I mean, how mm-hmm. how much time are you spending on the deep tube these days? Because that could have something to do with it. I well, actually, you know, I I sort of check it when there's a big thing like uh, inauguration, and. I feel like YouTube gives you what you think it's going to be. Like it's YouTube used to be a lot more edgy, you know, we all kind of know that and, and, and Reddit as well, really. But if I want just like, what are the craziest motherfuckers saying right now about like how, how terrible Biden's going to be because of shit I've never thought of, I'll go to the deep tube and be like, aha, that's what's really going on. And then I get excited. Yeah. yeah, I mean the big rub right now on on the deep tube is that um like Chuck Schumer is like best friends with um bitch McTithole and is like sharing power and now that the Dems like have all the power they're not going to do anything that they said they were going to do. Oh. And like that's what everyone on the deep tube's like everyone wants basically healthcare and now that they have this opportunity to get it they're like they're, you know, like Mitch, they're like Mitch McConnell's. They're letting them in the back door, and then they're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Like, and so then it goes back to just like power structures, like fuck the man. It's like all about fucking the man. It doesn't matter like Republicans, Democrats. It's just like oh, fuck the power. Oh shit, that was an extra zero. Sorry, we said two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Sorry. what the deep tubes been talking about, dude. Um, well, anyway, like so more depressing. So that's shit. actually an interesting um, accidental segue into what the topic will be today. We're going to talk a little bit about the front page, particularly because this has been like the fucking most viral meme moment of, of like the internet's lifetime, essentially. Like, I honestly can't remember a bigger meme moment than Bernie, the Bernie <laughs> Mittens meme, but um, well, like Hoda, Hoda was splashing this meme, like the day of the, the sheer magnitude and the fucking vertical, vertical trajectory of the Bernie Mittens meme means that it's also going to fucking die like a comet like very soon, yeah right? you yeah. know i'll tell you i, I sort of like initially 
I was imme- I saw it so so much so quick that I was all initially turned off by it because totally. I think part of what's cool about memes, listen to us breaking down what's cool about memes. We know. Um, uh, but but the like you want to be on the sending end of a meme that nobody else has heard of, right? There's like um it's like sharing uh really cool music. Me and Dogwoods do this to you a lot. Yeah. Dad, we're always like, have you heard this new hit track with all the Holy cool shit, instruments? Have you heard this new underground uh bongo <laughs> band that we discovered? <laughs> the bongo. I do. They got do so like many bongos. Bongo. But but yeah, like the, sh- the the sort of I got to it first and you and then people go like, "Oh, you've never heard about this? Oh, that's uh, like a little bit of like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? You, you didn't get that with this. Like everyone kind of just knew it. It was out there. And and it's in that case, it's kind of like like um, do you remember the hit song Dog Boobs? Uh, Who let the dogs out? Or maybe uh, Macarena? Oh yeah, um, those are you know, it's just my like contemporary favorites. <laughs> it's like straight pop right away. It's it's in every mall. You're like, ugh, this fucking thing is like you can't escape. Yeah, it, it was so that sense like, like constructed in a lab to be successful. Oh my god, let's Bernie check the deep knows. two. Bernie knows what's going to make him a meme at this point. He's been a meme for like five years now. All I can think about yeah. with the meme is is that Bernie got screwed two times by these people, and he's sitting there and he's kind of like, and everyone's going like, democracy wins on the headlines. You're like. Technically, it won for Joe Biden, but it definitely didn't win for Bernie Sanders, <laughs> who's like, sitting there a little bit pissed. And you're going like, eh, I, see, I to me, like there's a lot more going on than just like it's cold out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It looks I, I, like, like there's more going on in his head than just you know. He's kind of going like, "Fuck these assholes!" Like that should be me, <laughs> kind of. Why it's so it's spreading so fast is everybody's looking at him and there's like it, there's so much to be read in one picture. Like it's not it feels, like, yeah it's relatable. It's like we've all been fucked over by these people for for years and years and years and years. Um, and it's almost like. I looked at that and one tweet said it really funny. It was like, Bernie looks like inaugurations on his to-do list, but it ain't his whole day. And I'm like, that that was the best one. Yeah, "Yeah, that's true. That's pretty much, that's it. And and, and also like he had that little manila envelope that he was carrying around too, which was like, it just, it looked like he was on, he was doing errands and he like had to park somewhere a few blocks away. So he like has to just hit a yeah. couple on the on one on one ride, yeah. And he sat in the back so he could get to the parking lot before everyone else. Totally, totally. <laughs> I mean, it's just I mean, all of what we're saying, I think, is really is kind of an interesting. It's an interesting b- way in which this applies because you know if you're talking about big black, I don't know. Was that was that what that meme was officially called? Big black. Big black dong. I don't. Let me double check because it sounds so right, but I, I can't. Let me confirm. It sounds right or maybe offensive, so I, I want to make sure that it's not wrong. But but let's just say the the meme with the big dicked man sitting <laughs> on a couch. Um, but what was what was interesting about that is so like this is almost two separate camps of of memedom, obviously, with Bernie being like this this image that you can apply to all these situations, representative <laughs> of like different moods just funny things like it's you know his posture his um you know his like um, like seeming emotions there's so many interesting things but then um big black was like a game right two, two names yeah t- just uh wood sitting on a bed 
That's that's the official name of the meme. All right. The the second name is Big Barry. Big Barry. Okay. Uh, Big Barry. Um, which I like so better. Not, not, yeah. I, I think, by the way, Big Black being Big Black Dick is what I think yeah. the implication not is. Like the, yeah. But not, yes. So, but Big big uh, Big Barry, if we're going to call it that. Um, so the Big Barry meme was a game, right? Because everybody was sending that. And that's, I think, still how it how it gets around is like people will be like can you believe what i just saw from q on the deep tube the insurrection already happened if joe biden is dead and it's a hologram and then you like click the link to the article and it's actually big berries in <laughs> it's like the worst rick roll yeah. ever yeah it's okay it's essentially replaced the rick roll so so the bernie one i think is just like fundamentally different it satisfies a different thing it's got a little bit more mainstream appeal right um i think that a lot of people can relate to different elements of the photo where it's like a little bit of like your grandparent energy um it's a little bit of like the uh, doing multiple errands energy the mittens i think were a really endearing thing which i think was not a it doesn't, it doesn't really say much about the meme other than like um the like casual uh, I didn't need to dress up for this kind of energy. Well, I think that weren't the mittens like from a, a like a teacher who like recycles sweaters from his hometown, and it's like her side business that's like a nonprofit exactly. to like warm kids with no feet or something. Right. So it's like it's all like quintessential Bernie. Uh, right. Like he's he's never deviated from from the burn, right? So oh, here again, he's, you know, he hasn't his jacket costs one hundred and fifty three dollars. It's all very like regular everyday man stuff. That's what we love. It, you know, juxtaposed by uh, what everyone's talking about on the fashion scene up there with totally. um, XYZ designer out of France that costs $12,000, like Bernie's Bernie every time. And I think we all kind of, you know, we appreciate someone who is who they are and, and is not full of shit like, you know, everybody else. Especially when we're all waiting for our stimmy checks and like looking at all these people <laughs> wearing like Versace and like Oscar de la Renta coats as they're like, totally. like sworn it's, into office. And we're just like, that's a little yeah. bit of leopard bit my face off for the Dems. And, you know, and it's like, uh, on the one hand, they want to play like it's their, uh, the, you know, the, the party of the people and the working man. It's like you maybe used to be, but you're wearing a twelve thousand dollar coat. And and that's that's the leopard by face off of it all. It's like you want the coat because the coat's fucking sweet, like yeah. like right. sick fashion looks better. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it says that on the label, you know, sick fashion just looks yeah. better. But I like, mean, it, it, it's so now what are you going to do? Like, you, you, you got to go for it because you don't want to look like shit. You know, everyone's going to be talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a, that's a part of it. And I, I, I think that there's also, you know, I, I was watching the inauguration. I, I wasn't, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, I've, I've some friends and my girlfriend was like locked in all day because they made it a whole day event. And it was like, I don't know. If, did you guys see the fireworks? That's where our goddamn stimulus check went. Holy <laughs> shit. Trying to, trying to fucking burn down the Washington Jesus Monument. Jesus Christ. Christ. I know. No, um, I but, had like, my boss was like, um, hey, if you guys, this was like the first anyone's mentioned anything about like politics all year, despite like the Capitol going up in flames. Right, hey, if right. you guys want to skip the morning meeting to watch the inauguration. And I was like, Yes, I do. And then I just slept through it. So uh, I didn't watch it. On, so. on brand for the dog. Yeah, it was on brand. You need to rest. 
you need, but uh but i think it was it yeah it was i as i was watching it i i remember also like you would see bernie i mean this is this is so interesting it's like so bernie was being bernie right where he was wearing you know like a uh Fifty dollar Coles jacket that he's had for thirty five years and Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, Burlington Coat Factory, exactly. It was, and yeah. then yes, and then uh, which which obviously representing Burlington because that's where he right. Yeah. yeah, it was then, cool. Um, AOC on brand wasn't there because she was protesting against. She was protesting with a union strike. So what she just queen? was on at a union strike where it was happening, which I was just like, off. Stand true to herself. Stand true to herself. And then Cory Booker evidently is dating um, Rosario Dawson. So Rosario Dawson and Cory Booker were together. So it was just like this bizarre. It was a really weird, like. And then J Lo's first grade sing along was what it sounded like to me. I was like, what the fuck is this, dude? Is this. Am I I back in first grade and we're like learning how to sing about the song? Didn't it sound like. Like a well, schoolroom. It was a, I mean, I, this that was land I is made for you. And like, what the hell is it? Brought me back to being in first grade and like being like, I gotta get out of this auditorium yeah. real quick. Like, I don't want to perform this. <laughs> I do. I, I'm I not a good singer. I, I got <laughs> my knee. Uh, I'm sitting on my knees. My my feet are bent behind me. My butt. You know, all I want to do I is run and run and climb those trees. Is like yeah. that's why I started thinking. Yeah, it was it was uh it was an interesting event. And then also, I mean, I hate, you know, I mean he's our president now, which is kind of tight. I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad that Joe Biden is our president. He still has a little bit of that Uncle Joe energy where he's just like he just he just kind of has a little bit of like uh hey Uncle Joe's back. Like Uncle Joe, how you been? And then he like pulls a nickel out of your ear and then like you know, like make a crude joke and your mom's like, Joe. Come on, Go don't say stop. that. He, he still has like a little bit of that energy, but he definitely like as he was getting sworn in, man, he looks old. Like he looks fucking old. Like yeah, and he yeah. and he really like as he's, you know, I'm I'm sure he still has a little bit of, you know, he's still got a little bit of confidence left, but he definitely like had just a little bit of a weird um like sen- senility that that seemed like it was a part of him, which was, you know, Mm-hmm. I I I just want I just want him to get a couple good years in, man. Like I yeah, just, man. You know, it's like, like it, it's kind of like it goes back to what we talked about in a previous episode. It's just wild seeing all these geriatrics up there, like running the country. <laughs> and the thing too, which is, I mean, this is kind of goes back to the Bernie meme, right? And then we'll kind of move past the Bernie meme into the kind of leopard tape my face because it's probably actually pertinent to this. But the so. uh the geriat like you know geriatrics i think can be a few different things and i think that there's the way that you know bernie is is a kind of an old he's an old man who looks like an old man but is like the old there's an old endearing character who just like is around he's the guy with the mittens he sits at the diner he has pancakes every morning you know what i mean he's like writing he's working on he's like he looks like an old like college professor or something, right? Yeah. That's kind of the vibe he puts off. But, you know, Biden is kind of the other thing, right? Which is a little bit more of like the, like old person who isn't, who doesn't present themselves as like, um, 
like I guess I guess Bernie is is very he doesn't have an ounce of like mental instability. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that his his like um That's because he doesn't he hasn't like his card house is not built on, you know, 30 years of lying to sort of win the next election. And I'm not saying Biden has necessarily done that, but most politicians do like Biden's conscious feels clean because he's always stuck to what he's stuck to. And like, I think Bernie, 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 sorry. Yeah. And I think like for a politician trying to keep the lies and, and all the bullshit straight for that long, you're probably always going like, what did I say in 1988 about like how I feel about something? And like, if Bernie doesn't have to worry about that, what a stress reliever, man. He's just like, yeah, I've been saying the same shit for 40 years. Mm -hmm. I don't have to think about it. You're like, that must feel nice. Yeah. It must feel nice. Yeah. That, that, that you, if you have that, that level of integrity, I mean, supposed integrity, but, um, yeah, it's 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 very interesting. I mean, this is an odd like we're we're now entering a new phase of political discourse, which is going to be fascinating to watch because the last four years have been so fucking wacky, and you know, and and quite frankly, like there are some wild details coming out of the Trump administration now that I'm like, I kind of am psyched on. Like I've seen <laughs> a bunch of things that are now like kind of dunking on Trump in a non non-dangerous way now because he's not in office so you don't just feel like just an online bullying way well it's not really online bullying as much as just like you know i saw this like amazing photo like a photo essay kind of thing of all these wild images of trump that someone had just been capturing the strangest images oh that sounds interesting yeah and i go back and look at a white house photographer I don't know if it's a way. Well, it wasn't just like an intern with like a Samsung 92, (laughs) like 87 million pixel. Just like. No, it was like like, um, optical zoom. It was more like he was. I mean, this person was just collecting images from the Trump era. That was kind of like my impression. That will make an interesting photo book. Yeah, because it was it was very um, it it just has the vibe of a. like as you watch it, I don't want to say again. Like I don't want to say it's endearing because like Trump was like so problematic in so many ways. But it was like, um, it was just, it's just, um, it's just kind of fun to look at him as a doofus and just think of it as him being a doofus. You know what I mean? Oh wow. Like, anyway, so the reason I say all that is, is I'm I, we're now entering a a new era of what it's going to, you know, what the the way in which we talk about the pol- the politics as a concept in media which we're seeing obviously the bernie meme is is pertinent to that and i think why don't we just move over to leopardate my face which i think is another way in which people are doing this so um so leopards ate my face the reason we decided to talk about this one today let me pull up the sub um is because this has been like uh, it's been on the rise for a while, and I'm, and it's kind of become this, these past few weeks because of the the uh, capital uprising, because of COVID to some degree. It's actually been a huge story with COVID, which we'll explain in a bit. But um, and now with the election, the whole point is you know it's it's based on a a tweet. <laughs> from somebody that the tweet just said, I never, th- I never thought leopards would eat my face. Sobs woman who voted for the leopards eating people's faces party. Right. <laughs> and somebody tweeted that. And then it's just like, it's a perfect summary of a lot of what we're, we see in the 
in the political landscape right now, most of what you see on Leopards Ate My Face is right wing and right lean or about right wing um, problems. Uh, but I think the way we're talking about it now with like the, you know, $1,200 jacket and, you know, Bernie having a clean conscience, that's very democratic. And I think that we're hopefully for the sake of neutrality, I would really like to see more posts on Leopard Date My Face about the left now. I don't know if it's going to happen. because Well, are, but. yeah, I mean, there's you, there's a million sort of Trumpian versions of this um, and like QAnon and stuff. I, I maybe like, like too cynically jump into next year where I'm already going like, all right, guys, like I, like now that everybody who wanted this got it and there's this political control pretty strongly in the democratic's hands, like let's, let's help some people and, and do some stuff. And I'm, and I'm already kind of, I don't think it's going to happen just cause it doesn't like, <laughs> but politicians have a knack for not following through with, with things, but um, and yeah. that is ultimately the point I, of like to my face. It's keeping yeah, people or, accountable for that exact thought, or like the unintended consequences of of you know be be careful what you wished for, kind of kind of an idea. And not that the Democrats are going to be worse than Trump, like that's impossible. He was the worst, but like let's get some motherfuckers health care, dude. Like now is the time, baby. Everyone pumped. Yeah, yeah. I saw something on anti work about that. It was like. No matter what, Democrat or Republican, like the ruling class will in the United States is hesitant to untie health care from employment because basically it's like it would take away the incentive of like work or die in this country. And I'm like, I mean, I'm bummed about it. That's an interesting point and not not necessarily untrue. I mean, I think that there's there's going to be like we're going to see some fascinating ripples throughout. And this is one of the big ones with this, too. I mean, lest we forget. Like the person that we voted for, the Democrat that we voted for is a very neutral Democrat, right? Like this is not a, this is not like some left, hardcore leftist Democrat. And I actually think that there's already been some early signs of this in the sense that a lot of people are talking about the diversity of his cabinet and the diversity of his board and all that kind of stuff, which I think is a little distracting, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's going to be a thing that people can always be like, oh, but it's the most diverse candidate or the most diverse um, cabinet in the history of the office, right? But in the meantime, it's like, we're getting we're not getting our stimulus check the vaccine rollout doesn't happen so it's like identitarian politics takes takes over the actual functional politics that you know someone like bernie would be would be actively pursuing now right. granted bernie is now the chairman of the uh senate financial senate financial whatever i don't he, he has a, he has a high he's like a high powering a high powered uh senate leader now of, of finance, which I think is actually kind of in- interesting because, you know, we're, we're going to see what Bernie does with that and, and how he kind of constructs plans. But but anyway, so so, yeah, so getting into some of the main posts, um, th- this is Leopard Take My Face is interesting because it's not a like as I was going through this, I um, there's a little bit of a backstory. Like I said, there's a there's a, a an image 
um, or a, a tweet that was posted that just said, I never thought a le- uh, leopards would eat my face. Sobs a woman who voted for the leopards eating my face party. But <laughs> it, it kind of ends there. It's not It's not really like some very complicated thing, which is kind of odd because you would think it is with such a strange name. But reading over the sidebar, Dog, do you want to read the sidebar on this? So that everybody's yeah. on there. Okay, so it's basically a subreddit to revel in the schadenfreude of any time someone has a, is sad because they're suffering the consequences from something they voted for support or wanted to impose on other people a lot of things that i've noticed this with this past year has been like wow i didn't think covid was bad until i got it and i realized it was bad you know like that kind of thing so there's like half a million people that are subscribed thirty-two thousand online right now it's only been around for three years ish um uh, they have flair you can filter by trump covid19 or meta. I'm not sure what the meta stuff is, but we'll find out. Um, the rules are no images of actual animal attacks. It's not about leopards actually eating people's faces. Right. Um, no exact reposts within a reasonable time frame. So it's annoying for people. Don't repost. Um, like if it's the same story over and over and over, don't Obviously, don't do that. Write an explan- explanatory comment. Must follow the leopard ate my face theme. Be civil. No personal attacks. No leopards ate my face in the title. So it's like right. pretty straightforward, and everyone knows what Schadenfreude means. We're all just giggling at people who are big hypocrites. So right. I mean, we, we all know what it is, but this is something that I was trying to make sense of in my mind as I was kind of going through this. Is like, what is actually the psychology? behind shot and freud because i feel like this is such a huge sub actually like it's a massive sub and it's in like it's on the front page all the time now like i'm constantly seeing leopards in my face in the front yeah. page and, you know part of it could be obviously the turning over of a new administration and kind of seeing that but it also feels like i guess it feels almost disproportionately big and influential for what it ultimately is which is just like a site that kind of celebrates the misfortune of others at their own expense, I guess. Yeah. And so I was looking at the science of Schadenfreude. I found this article from, um, it's from, uh, from psychology today. Um, and it goes into literally the science of Schadenfreude. So, uh, it is part of being human to laugh at someone's misfortune. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to go through kind of the, Interesting. the, the cursory amount. Uh, especially the the front half. So there's part of our brain that gets turned on when we get rewarded for someone else's expense. Schadenfreude is when we laugh at someone else's misfortune. comes from two German words, Schaden and Freud, harm and joy. We've all done it, even if we are not proud of it. Your friend trips and spills coffee on their shirt. You may feel compassion, but part of you also chuckles. If your boss trips and spills coffee, you may laugh a lot, but perhaps not out loud. Even if you think you are joking, laughing at someone else's expense, that person or the other person may not take it as a joke. But for some people and perhaps all of us, someone else's misfortune feels strangely satisfying. So the brain will choose pleasure over fear every time. Have you ever put someone down at work or at home? Just as it is uh, beneficial to include someone in the group, make them a member and access the resources. It's also rewarding to exclude someone from the group, deny them access to resources, and thereby save more for yourself at that other person's expense. So basically what this is saying, I mean, this is obviously from uh, from psychology today. It's pretty long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but but it's it's saying that there is a there's a pleasure, there's actually a, a pleasure response 
that we get when we when we see like a Republican congressperson th- be like can't, can't yeah. believe that um you know can't can't believe there was an insurrection at the at the fucking White House today. We got to stand up for fucking civility, right? You know, I mean that's like the the thing. So I think as as like biological creatures who are competing for, you know, success and mating rights. That's what we're all trying to compete for, right? Mating rights. Woo! Got it. Hell yeah. Um, there's probably some built-in like mechanism that when somebody else is doing worse, you're like, that means I'm doing a little bit better. Yes. Um, and I and I think it's like you know, for whatever reason, it's some sort of evolutionary like, you know badge of of success even though you didn't do anything somebody else's failure doesn't mean you're successful but it kind of does in nature in a way like yeah um, i just found an article actually interestingly enough about the three theories about what like what you you can view schadenfreude through three different lenses one's the envy theory so like if you're like envious of someone and you're seeing them knock down a peg like you you feel some joy then there's the deservingness theory that links schadenfreude to like a social justice concern where you feel like someone's been dealt a, a misfortune that they deserved something that was coming to them and then Which there's probably, a, probably the that's the that's the bulk of leopards ate my face that's kind of weird. yeah that does seem like it and then intergroup conflict theory concerns social identity and the schadenfreude experienced after the defeat of members of a rival group such as political mm. competitions but i still think this subreddit is more about deservingness because it's more so about like you guys didn't think it was a problem when everyone else was suffering from this, but now you are getting your face eaten. And I love that you're getting your face eaten right now because you're such a selfish asshole. Didn't care what other people were. Yep. Yeah. And I think, right. I think there's also, I mean, this is, so there's the psychology of it, but then there's also like, this is where I think why the right is so slammed in this is like there's a rhetorical element to the the culture that we're in right now where you do have people like tommy lauren for instance who is she's so brazen and so offensive in so many ways and then when things happen i mean this is i think maybe it has to do with the way that each party or each perspective tends to think about issues where you know maybe the right is a little bit more short-term oriented and then the left is a little bit more long-term oriented. So something like climate change, for instance, or something like COVID, where people go, ah, it doesn't, like, it's fake. I've never had it, right? And then, and then you know, that's a very short-term idea, right? Versus saying, like, you know, I've never had it, but I'm, I'm worried about eventually getting it. So I'm, not, I'm going to try to avoid it, which I think is a very left thing. And I think politically, it's a very similar thing as well, where, you know, there's just a lot, not a lot of foresight where you can be like, wow, these riots are a real problem. The left is such an, the left is, is so violent, not really realizing that when something goes wrong on the right's perspective, it obviously can spiral the same way. And I think that that's kind of, this is a very documented version of that. So anyway, so let's get into some of the posts. Um, and like I said, I think part of what has made this thing pop recently is the the insurrection the quote-unquote insurrection um because that was where i think we did see a lot of uh the crows coming to roost if you will um with with some of the the rhetoric around the right and the left and and this is also kind of you know not not to get too far into the q thing because the q thing is so complicated it's really hard to i mean especially now i feel like it's particularly hard to get down to the bottom of but you know that 
that's I think in a lot of ways what makes Q so frustrating too, where there's like there's always there's the the moving target thing is so annoying because people I think want to go, haha, gotcha. Right? But Q keeps going like <laughs> you only think you got me, but it's actually <laughs> gonna happen in March, right? People are just like, fuck, man, when are you gonna when are you gonna figure this shit out? So um that's like a whole different Q, Q is exactly like uh like an evangelical megachurch preacher. Yes. Totally. You know, I, it seems like they're preying on the exact same clientele. It's like, yeah, totally. keep donating if you want eternal faith, but you won't yep. know that until it's going to end in the next until year. Until next summer. Did I say year? I meant decade. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, cool. it's definitely a faith-based system. So anyway, so so dog, you pulled this one up. What do we got here? Yeah, this is a good one because um, if you guys have heard the name Jenna Ryan being thrown around this week, she's a realtor. And she took a private jet to the Capitol to storm Dang. it. <laughs> Dang. Uh-oh. Back um, December 30th, she writes, stimulus checks are coming. Good Lord. I have plenty of money. Keep your handouts <laughs> and give them to the needy. I am abundantly blessed. Then <laughs> after January 6th happens, after Jenna took a private jet, and stormed the Capitol and broke the law, she posts, help support Jenna Ryan by donating or retweeting. And it's a PayPal uh, donation link. I'm accepting donations to pay legal fees and losses due to my arrest and charges by the FBI for protesting at the U.S. Capitol. Thank you for your support. Any amount helps. Ugh, brutal. So Uh. the title of this one is Keep Your Handouts. It's like their handouts until you need them and then their donations and you really really need them <laughs> there's, there's there's a lot to unpack in this too because i i mean this is this this brings up a few things for me that i like find a little annoying about the rhetoric around the insurrection i i don't i mean do you know if this woman was in the in the capital i can find out yeah i don't remember if she was or she wasn't i know that this has been something that i'm actually very curious about where it's like people that were just going i don't i don't feel like should be in trouble because it was just like a normal protest for anybody who like stormed the capital it's a different thing entirely but like i remember a lot of the commentary around this woman was the fact that she took a private jet there which you know isn't a crime i mean it's, a, yeah. it's like a fucking a, no know, what it is is fucking sweet dude that's awesome she got a pj i'm jealous i mean it is, it is kind of sick but but um <laughs> but with with the but uh, you know the other thing that's that's interesting about this is like i, I do think she's I mean, the the problem with this one is her arrogance, right? Like that's the that's the the issue. The issue is not her necessarily asking for handouts because you know if she would have just been like, "Hey, the stimulus check, I don't think it, I don't think I deserve it." That needs to go to people in need, right? Yeah, like well, that's very different her. thing. I'm abundantly blessed. You know what I mean? This is her. She oh, was yeah. there. <laughs> She was, she was there standing by the broken windows. Yeah, I mean, she's... She was standing you know. there. She's giving her a little peace sign. So she was... She just looks so cute in her outfit and her she little scarves and her... patriotic outfit out. That's... Adorable. Yeah, she looks like... Oh, wow. she, she looks like they're on, like, a sorority class trip to go look at the <laughs> Library of Congress or something. It looks awesome. like the universal like Hollywood tram tour where it's like, yeah, yeah this is the movie set for the storming of the Capitol starring Chris Pine. This is the movie set for National Treasure. 
starring Brenna Fraser and Nick Cage. So it looks like she was on site, and I don't think that she would be able to take this picture after the fact. So I would imagine she was there. Right. But uh, again, I'm using context clues. The the um the arrogance part, which you mentioned, Dad, I was I think is is like a lot of it. It's and you know it's it's definitely part of the culture to to be like overly arrogant and and that was trump's kind of whole vibe right mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. And, and arrogance i don't think anybody likes an arrogant person everybody everybody roots against someone who is arrogant you know what i mean kind of but 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 not at all too like every <laughs> like everybody everybody who's like I, I think the word swagger and arrogant can like be interchangeable in some in some way i think about the word swagger a lot and how i have zero swagger and i never i never will get any um and and i i think like rappers have swagger or something like that like people that are like yeah fuck yeah i'm the man you're like that's cool like i'm not that i'll never say that like trump kind of had that like vince mcmahon has it um right right. this lady had it (laughs) and when it blows up in their face i think people do they have they're like yeah that person was was flying a little too close to the sun and and they and 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 it's 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 a new american value i think and i think people and there are a lot of americans that are like that's you shouldn't act like that you should be like you should work hard and shut up and um and and there's kind of a cultural shift going on i feel like there's this is new behavior i don't know if it's perpetrated by instagram butt models or just people fucking like everyone's like look at me like i'm the man um and so when shit when stuff blows up and you end up being a child molester i think people kind of revel in it and and i'm i'm with the people that are that revel in it to to be honest i'm like dude oh i'm 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 also with the people that revel in it but i i'm i I mean for me it's a little bit more like i think i revel in the egalitarianism of it all where something happens and then people that think they're untouchable are obviously not i mean the problem is like where it kind of becomes weaponized so i have this thing pulled up with with tommy lauren tommy lauren um (laughs) so she uh that's her name tommy tommy lauren i believe or tommy lauren i don't fucking know but but are all over leopardate my face and (laughs) i'm actually very i mean i'm it's going to be really interesting to see how the rest of her career goes because i don't know where she goes from here but this reminds me of milo right and milo is like kind of one of the best examples of leopardate my face where like when when the when the the roosters when the fucking chickens came to roost what the fuck is that phrase i don't know what that means Um, chickens come home to roost when the chickens come home to roost um for milo it it like completely destroyed his career like he like was just and he was known for kind of being the equivalent to tommy lauren where he would just say the most heinous. he was a he was a provocateur and that was kind of his shtick was i'm going to say things that will offend and the reason it was it was kind of interesting is because he was like a gay conservative and and like it doesn't add up in the LGBT like political narrative. And so he, he didn't quite just a gay conservative. He was a flamboyant, very openly sexualizing gay conservative. Yes. Or is that. And so it, it, those people don't fit well into like the black and white uh, team politics of left and right. Like, and and so, and then he talked about child molester. He, how like (laughs) he was like making a goof, like, 
getting molested as a kid like helped me become gay or something like that and sort of like saying it was okay to molest kids it was yeah it was a little wonky and then he sort of got canceled for it and and he hasn't been around since but i mean the thing with him though is i I will say he i remember reading that statement and i feel like it was you know it was a bad it was a bad statement it was a bad thing for him to say it was uncouth I would say. But I also think it was it was just very interesting that that was the thing that got him canceled in the way in which he has gotten canceled because it almost feels like it almost feels like the people who were really benefiting from his flamboyance just had no longer had use for him. So they so when they when he got canceled there was no defense. And like that's kind of the interesting thing with with the Tommy Lauren thing, which I, I'm very. That's why I'm like I'm very curious to see how her career is going to go. Is because yeah, like, if at a certain point the conservative the conservative party and conservative slant don't feel like she is of value, then I feel like like right now it feels like she's like a proxy for for youth, right? Like that's her whole thing is like she's the young person, right? But like if she eventually if, if Fox News eventually like we don't need Tommy Lauren anymore. I don't feel like there's going to be many people that have her back. Like, and it reminds kind of like how Mitch McConnell just rode Trump uh, until okay. he didn't need him anymore, and then he just like, then the, in the last minute he like jumped off and was like, "Yeah, I'm for democracy." You're <laughs> like, I mean, that's it, it's it's kind of despicable, right? It's zero loyalty and it's using people, um, and you know, f- for your own gain. And then when they need your help, you're like, what, who are you again? I mean, yep. it's, it's not a good quality and people do it too much. And right. And, um, and, I think and, this that, is, and, and this is, so the Tommy Lauren one that I had brought up, that brought up that I didn't even discuss is so the, the post is, and this by the way, has 138,000 upvotes. So again, like talking about this, of this sub, right? So, um, how dare a private company refuse service to whomever they please is the name is the subject of the post. And then as Tommy Lauren, this was posted. I mean, this is this definitely this would have been when when all the conservatives were kind of getting purged from social media. And Tommy Lauren says the censorship is disgusting. And then the the appropriate response below is because Twitter is a private company and thanks to gay wedding cakes, Republicans yeah. <laughs> or private business can refuse service to anyone they like. Right. And, and what's interesting about this is like, again, this is a legal reason why Twitter was able to do what they did with Trump, right? Where they go, listen, are you, are vol- we're, we're volunteering to let you use our shit. If we don't want to let you use our shit, we can just fucking take you off of our service. Right. And all the conservatives like, I can't, how dare they? But lest we forget, a few years ago, it was a huge court battle because a company, a, a religious bakery refused to make a wedding cake for a gay couple that they, I believe they were deemed, uh, it was it was legal for them to do that, which it is. I mean, I think that they can, you know, they can refuse service to whomever. Um, and the, the Republicans or the the conservative right just fucking loved it. They loved they loved every fucking second of that. And it was a huge talking point for them for a while about kind of not not um not censoring free speech, right? By way of businesses. So when this happened, people are it's now like, just being like, guys, like you yeah. you're the ones who wanted it. <laughs> yeah. It's well I think I think this example is is really interesting and it's I think you know, there's, there's potentially some deeper implications in that, you know, 
what happened with the the argument with the cake is if you don't like our politics, go get a cake across the street. And it and, and that's the free market, right? Fine. Right. I'll go I won't shop there. And by by not shopping there, your business could fail or succeed or whatever. That's free market. Uh, right. Now you can't really say the same about Twitter because there's only one Twitter. Now then, Parler came out, and then Parler was shut down by the same companies that sort of agreed to shut down Trump's Twitter, et cetera. So then, what would happen? So so what could happen in the future is, is what I'm getting to. What right. what I'm getting to is like you might get um, a, a large sort of like conservative-based tech company that has their own form of Twitter that's bigger than Parler, has more power than Parler, that just becomes... So, uh, well, I think what I'm getting at is it's not going to happen as quickly as go buy a kick across the street because there's more infrastructure that needs to be built. But we could just get another polarized company where it's like everybody who's on the left uses Twitter. Everyone on the right uses Fox News Twitter, you know, whatever it is. And like, right. that's something like that's probably in the works already or it's like going to happen next. So, so I, I ultimately don't think it's good for, for discourse is no. to like silence the Trump of it all. I, I don't, I think it's going to be it's probably not going to end. I don't know be better. I, I, I kind of like the argument on Twitter, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I also, I also think that we're just, uh, we are, um, you know, th- this is kind of what I mean about the the Democrat or the left version of Leopardate My Face is like it's going to probably be more complicated. But yeah. a, a, a version of this would be obviously Trump is we you know, we take Trump off Twitter. He starts his own social network. It gets extremely popular. We find out that terrorist attacks are planned there. Yada, yada. Right. They can't shut it down because it's owned by somebody else. They have their own web server, so on and so forth, right? And then the leopards ate my face is like, oh, oh, you want, oh, you wanted Trump off of Twitter, huh? You wanted Trump and all of his people off of Twitter. Like that's that's kind of a good example of this. I don't think it's going to be. I mean, this is this is kind of the, one of the the core issues I think with the political spectrum in general right now is the fact that the the byproducts of democratic decision making or left-leaning decision-making tend to be more complicated, more esoteric. And then the byproducts, the negative byproducts of right-leaning conservatism, et cetera, tend to be very blatantly obvious. Like the, the whole, you know, like wedding cake thing and getting somebody off of Twitter is like a pretty obvious, like leopards ate my face thing. It's a lot more complex if you say, if you say like, you know, taking Trump off of this, platform created a hive and another platform that over the course of multiple weeks created this you know what i mean like that doesn't make that's a lot harder to categorize in a tweet you know yeah it turns- what is, i was i was thinking about non-political leopard date my face this morning because i feel like the politics stuff is i don't know i mean it's a little it, or just fucking adopting. Nerve damaging, or yeah, I agree. I mean, it is. It is, however, you know. I mean, we talked about this at the beginning of the pod, and we we try to do this whenever we we're talking about political things because even like we don't, we're not a political podcast. I only say that every fucking time. But we're not we pundits. Are, we're pundits. Pundits, <laughs> dude. We're pundits. But you know, the internet, especially like the reason why this is an important sub to look into and understand and see what's going on is because it is massively popular on reddit and i think is also very indicative of the kind of dialogue that happens by way of political stories that just happens to like this is more about the internet 
than it is about politics, but it is it uses politics as the the kind of lightning rod mm. for what's happening on the internet, right? Like all of these are tweets, right? It's, it is stories about things that are happening in the political world, but I I would argue it's actually about the the size of these stories because of Twitter and because of the way the conversations happening on the internet where people document their content, document their feelings, and then it comes back and bites them in the ass. And this is about kind of documenting that phenomenon. Does that make sense? Like, that's kind of how I, I think about it in my mind where it's like, yes, it's about politics, but really this is about a phenomenon in the way that we're talking on the internet and like platforming ourselves. Cause you yeah. know, Tommy Warren or like Trump is a good example too, where it's like, how come every time this is a, this is another post. This is from uh, where are all the mail and ballot or this, the, the subject is why are all the mail and ballots going to the left? And it's a Trump tweet that says, how come every time they count mail and ballot dumps, they're so devastatingly in their percentage and power of destruction. Cause of Q. Um, and, then, <laughs> yeah, Q. and then the response is mail and ballots heavily favor Biden because you told your supporters not <laughs> mail-in ballots while biden told right. supporters to mail ballots right and, and, yeah and in the COVID of it all too i mean you know totally everybody who was conservative didn't believe in covid so they went to the polls everybody who right. was liberal mailed it in because they didn't want to get sick and die so right you fucking stupid that's the dumbest <laughs> yeah yeah but this is, and this by is the way like, have you ever voted like it's so easy to mail it, it you just it's sit so there and your underpants with your youtube and you go what is this proposition and you watch a video you're like oh i'm so glad i'm at home and i can like double check these things versus <laughs> totally. trying to do it in line like under pressure in this booth with like rackety legs that's so totally. stupid we should just be doing it on the internet no kidding so the russians can hack us um, but, but you know, the, to the point earlier about this kind of pseudo being politics, but also not being politics is like the, the reason this is important is because there's a, the, the paper trail of Twitter. Right. And then and then Trump's insistence on using Twitter as the primary mechanic for the distribution of information, which is how both the original ruse got sent over, which is like, don't do mail in ballots, but also this eventual response. So. That's kind of do you think like internet based um content. it would be cool if twitter had and and you know twitter is essentially like a, a lot of people are you know it's like us in my backyard having a couple pops talking shit and like when you're doing that a lot of people will you'll say stuff that you typically wouldn't say in front of you know that your your boss at at uh, the rand corp um what I mean is pe people are loose and fast with what they say on Twitter. And I think we're all still in the early stages of like how to, how to use the internet. Uh, and people are realizing that what they say is permanent and people are still trying to figure out how to navigate some of that. It would be cool. I don't, I don't know anything about computers or programming because I'm an idiot, but if like your tweets just disappeared after a while, somehow with, the ones and the zeros like couldn't it, that feels like a feature that i think a lot of people would go for but like I, snapchat twitter like snapchat twitter but like but it actually worked you couldn't screenshot it or i don't know again back yeah. to me being stupid but you know why does this stuff have to live on forever it seems like hey a, you're not stupid you're just thinking ahead <laughs> and we will have the technology one day Here, here's my pitch dog boobs uh it's snapchat for twitter can snapchat. i have a billion 
for Twitter. <laughs> just need the alien technology that we'll get in the next 10 years in order mm. to make it a reality. I'm waiting for those guys to come. If they're not anyway, already here. <laughs> me too. I want the tall whites to come. Well, you're into the tall whites? Yeah, the tall whites are personally my favorite. All right, you guys. I, it, I took the liberty of pulling up some non-political version uh, examples of uh, my face. Sweet. This is a great one. Leprosite Preacher's face. Raw story. Preacher carrying a you deserve to be raped sign. Hit over the head by a baseball bat wielding woman. So it shows this picture of like a guy with blood on his face. And the woman, this other woman on Twitter writes, why was he walking in such an unsafe area of town? So that's pretty fun, right? We like that one. <laughs> I thought the woman was going to rape him. <laughs> I'm going to rape you now. During his rape walk. Yeah. So this one's pretty fun. I mean, he can't really complain, right? Yeah, like that. This one reminds me of that uh, Christian guy who went to that some island off Papua New Guinea to go convert a bunch of cannibals to follow <laughs> yeah. the Lord Jesus, and then they ate him. You're like, Remember yeah, that? don't he go was, there, like, man. Throwing his boat out to the island, and he's like, I know they've killed everyone who's <laughs> tried to come to our island before, but I think if I tell them about Jesus, they <laughs> might listen. Arrows, arrows, arrows. So he dies, and everyone from his church and family's like. Send the police in there. They murdered our son. And it's like, I don't know, honey. Like, police literally have never been contacted by outside people ever. Yeah. And your kid knew it. <laughs> people are dumb. I mean, this is another one that I think is is this is political in the sense that it's seemingly from a politician, but this is this is not political. I mean, what I like about this one is the fact that it's it, it you're not using another person's comment to validate it. It's this person talking and then the same person <laughs> later condemning their like you know condemning their original tweet so this is from somebody named roger helmer mep so i don't know who this person is he's a he's a a, 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 a british politician, evidently a brit, a brit. Uh, so so he says um so the post is from sky news u.s president donald trump has been criticized for using uh for again using a term that's been called racist to describe the coronavirus in a rally in Phoenix. So this is when he was calling it the China virus. Um, and so this Roger Helmer guy said, so is it racist to mention Chinese food or Indian curry or Korean kimchi or German sauerkraut? So why not the Chinese virus? And then a tweet later, so a couple months later, um, when the new strain of the coronavirus started in the UK, can we please stop referring to the new variant, co or variant COVID as originating in the UK? It was first identified in the UK, which is an entirely different thing. Mm. <laughs> I so. This reminds me of a symbolic logic class I took in college. It's like... <laughs> the, the idiocy of like logical fallacies when you actually break it down like it's a math equation it's like this guy lists five different food items and then he's like porque no los covid chinese virus and it's like you were listing food like different food that is related to different cultures it has nothing to do with a virus like right you can't connect those not two yeah if it, if it was like if it was like German poop, right? And all poop was from Germany. Yeah. You'd German like, malaria. Like yeah. we all German know malaria. about German malaria. It's the worst. Right. right. I but it's, yeah, yeah. German malaria. That's it is the worst. Is. Uh, I would I would I think they should be calling it like a what I've called it the whole time is a bioweapon. I mean, come on. I mean, this thing is clearly a, a deep, bio, tube. deep tube. You know what <laughs> so I it's call clearly it? built in a lab to 
try to take us down. I mean, I actually think it was built. I think it was built in a lab. If you had to vote right now, just yay or nay. Like (laughs) you've been on deep tube, man. But I know what was it? Was it built in accidental? I don't think it was maybe on. I don't think it's an attack, but like, was it a built thing that accidentally slipped out? I think it seems. I think so. Well, it doesn't mean. I don't this like Chinese people. I, do I have evidence? No, but my entire worldview is colored by everybody in power does really evil stuff. Right. That's- I mean, dog boobs, your evidence is your opinion. Exactly. It's your truth. That is the evidence. That's why so. I relate so much to the Trump base or to the QAnon followers. You oh, know? Boy. Yep. Because I follow my own like fucking you. breadcrumbs. Exactly. Um, so here's here's another one I thought was kind of interesting. This is, this is. I mean, this again. I mean, they're all interesting. They all hit different points for different reasons. So there is a post about um, when the travel ban was happening and the coronavirus has been at its peak in America. Mm-hmm. Every most countries in the world shut down travel from America for right rightful reasons. It makes total sense. So there was a map from somebody named Bruno Massais. Um, this is where americans can travel now and it just has america um a couple places in very very deep southern southern europe and turkey by the looks of it and then like one country in africa right and then the the person below it is there is there like an imaginary line that thinks they can stop us (laughs) and then the person below that is like wait you support illegal immigration now because that's like the last <laughs> um, it has probably uh, never crossed this guy's mind that go him going to another country is anything like other people coming to America. Yeah, and it's it's just so funny the the perception. I mean, it really comes down to this arrogance thing, where cognitive it's just like, dissonance, and arrogance. It's it's just this. I mean, this is the Jen Ryan thing, right? Where you're like, like. That's illegal for other people, not me. Yeah. You know what I mean, so many That's... of those rioters are like, they posted, like, people who recognize there are consequences to their actions, right. they don't post videos saying, Jenna Ryan Realty, if you're looking to sell your house, like, go check out my page. Like, sh- posting things uh, like with their names, their faces, like, all this. They never once considered that they would get in trouble for any of this. It's just crazy. I think, yeah, I mean, you you see it, anybody, anybody who is in a a lot of people in power, I'll just say most think they're kind of above, above the rules, above the law. Like you see it time and time again. And, and this lady has a PJ. She could do what she wants, dude. Yeah, man. So, Hey, I do think it is funny watching them all get so mad that Trump isn't pardoning any of them, but he's pardoning like Lil Wayne. Well, right. Lil Wayne is one of the greatest musical geniuses he of our generation. It. So <laughs> he, he, deserves it. he deserves it. I saw a picture of him um, with Trump, like when he was like supporting Trump a couple years ago, and now that he's pardoned, and someone is like, "Chess, not checkers." <laughs> Are you guys following the Gavin Newsom recall in the state of California? You know, I'm uh, not, but Cleansington loves telling me about it. Well, I, I've like heard about it, and and I'm like, oh, was, I didn't. <laughs> It's hard to tell if it's real or if it's just hype, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think it's going to happen, but, but potentially it's an effect of, I, I guess it's just like mismanagement of the state 
but oh, also but also the French laundry is like the other thing, <laughs> which feels like a, a little bit of a leopard ate my face moving. Because I what's the call? Oh, there's just people are trying to recall him, and there's they're like close to getting a vote initiative in on I think on the um, I think the way it works is if you get a certain amount of ballot of of people to sign up for a petition that are like validated, then then they there's like a revote that happens for governor. Uh, huh. so that's what happened with Gray Davis and like whatever that was, nineteen ninety. Remember Gray? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. I would think Ooh. I was eleven or something. That was a great. And time. then Schwarzenegger became governor. Remember that was yes. all. Yes. Yeah. Interesting time. So maybe th- the Rock just... can become governor this time. We'll get rid of you know what? the that Rock. Would be, it would be great. I think the Rock would be fantastic. I think Kevin Hart would be great. I think somebody who just with like uh, Kevin Hart and the Rock as a duo is always so much fun. I would love to see them both as governor. And then I think a wild card is that Trump comes to California and claims he can clean it up. Now I don't want Trump to be our governor. I just think it would be good for TV. Hey, if he's willing to go out into our forests and clear off all of that brush that's starting all those fires, <laughs> I will. Oh, go. yeah. Wouldn't that can be you, fantastic? It would be great. Trump, if Trump came into California and, and made some massive, audacious claim that he could clean up California, got all the votes, and then fixed it, <laughs> and like, told yourself, told yourself. I wonder. I wonder if that's actually. And I say this with. I, I want it to happen. Sincerity. I don't want that to happen. But I. I, I want him to try. I think it would, it would be a. You know, I, I said I wanted him to try to get on the twenty dollar bill. He didn't listen to me, and then I want him to try to be the governor of California. We. Yeah. Wh- what are these news stations going to do without Trump? They're going to go bankrupt. He's going to stay know. in the game, baby. Dude, I know. Welcome, welcome to the live stream, Shia LaDouche. I hope you're. Shia well. LaDouche. Oh, shining. That's a great oh, wow. name, buddy. Ah. Um, I mean, I think I think that there's. Uh, so what I was going to say is, I wonder if um, because Trump is so obsessed with like domestic issues, like he's so obsessed with like keep America great, make America great again, all that kind of bullshit. That I wonder if if he was a governor where he didn't have really any, he didn't have power over anything international, if he would actually just like be good because well, governors are kind of almost they're not like ceremonial, but like no, they're they're a little less. Like you can really fuck up a state, but there's so much federal. There's a lot of relationship with the the, the federal money and all that kind of shit. He's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he would be so bad because he's so bad at everything. But California's but ripe California. for the picking. I'm not yeah. saying California. I'm saying fucking North Dakota or something. <laughs> You're uh, right. like, no, North Dakota's yeah. better. There's like six people yeah, who live there. Yeah, he's he's he becomes the governor of North Dakota. He does. He does all these wild plans. It becomes like this think tank for bizarro political ideas, and he and then he ends up like accidentally fixing global warming because he's fucking. Hey, I, it would kill me, but I would swallow my pride, and I would. I would, would say let that job. leopard eat your face. Yeah. Would I'd you trade? Damn. Um, universal health care for Trump to be on the hundred dollar bill. Hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to say on oh, Ellen's Game of Games. And then the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ellen. It's good to see you again. Um, I love Ellen games. traded global warming for me to be on your show. I'm the best at I, games. I would, I would absolutely, no question. You know, Here's what I would do, actually. And I wish he would have fucking done it during his office. Is I wish he would have. I actually can't believe he didn't do this. It seems like extremely on brand for Trump. 
is I don't know why he didn't try to make like a two hundred dollar bill or something like the biggest <laughs> bill. It would have been so awesome. The greatest bill ever, Volta. The greatest bill ever. It's a big seven hundred dollar bill. Seven hundred dollar bill. <laughs> I mean, he would have. That is, he would have. Done, he would have done that. Like, yeah. he, that, I can't. Believe, how did he not try to do that? That seems they, like I wanted to work. Uh, I want to. I want to create new kinds of fast food. That's one dream job, and the other dream job is uh, being a, like an idea troll man for the Trump administration for like a semester that would have been great. Right. Like, it would have been really great. Okay. Here's some wild ideas. I've been up all night. Okay. Okay. Here we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. $700 bill. Like it would have been a fun job. I mean, he, and I don't like Trump. I'm not a Trump supporter and I hate the guy. I think no. he's a fool. I, I just think the job would have been cool. This is a compelling alternate universe fantasy screenplay where you not a fan of his politics Join his cabinet as a troll jockey. It's a troll jockey job. Yeah. Troll jockey. And you do Adderall every night and you come back in the morning and just. You have to present every morning at 8 a.m. Yeah. And you regale him. Like you're clearly (laughs) his favorite troll jockey and the rest kind of fall away until you guys are like tight. He's like, bring that guy back. I like, Uh I like, what was his name again? Uh, Pepino. Pepito. Yeah. He had some, he was saying some cool stuff. I mean, wouldn't it? I mean, you're you're really you're really introducing a, a fantastic idea about a reality show that is just pure chaos. Like there yeah. are no rules, there is no system. I love it's this just game. A reality show where literally every single episode is just a different series of mm. nonsense. Like yeah. I would actually watch the shit out of that because I my my girlfriend watches an unbelievable amount of trashy, shitty reality TV. It's kind of like the no Trump addiction was it was the chaos i think people were the appeal to the chaos yeah but if you made a reality tv show this is an interesting pitch that i, I don't know how to ca- I capture it but like if the reality tv show is just there's no there's no system to it it's just a reality tv yeah. show where like chaos happens all the time i like it how I, how would you how would you make that because there is something well, I mean, that's an interesting idea. We gotta, like, you got to anchor it. You got, we got to put it somewhere. Like you need some kind of house, house or maybe. an island or. You're thinking too linear, dude. Like you got to, you got to, you got to make it where it's like. It's all, I mean, what if it was a show? Do we have where a host? Like, Is there a host? It's extremely, uh, extremely uh, adult swim. And yeah. I know we have to probably close this one out soon, but it's a show. Let's call it like, like a uh, fantasy, fantasy island, the sequel. Right. Yeah. And then. Every like, and it doesn't take place on an island. There's a different people that not only are there different cast members that come in and play previous cast members that are no longer on the show for whatever reason, but the members that are still on the show, their names change and their roles change, so that it's impossible to actually keep track of what is actually happening in the show. And then also the show's title changes every once in a while. <laughs> So, so not only like by a word, not, yeah, by a word or even a whole thing where it's like it's called Fantasy <laughs> Island, and next week it's called The Real House, right? You're kind of describing the Trump administration, like it's the game show of what was going on, yeah, behind the scenes, but but it has nothing to do with actual politics or what actually happened. <laughs> like you just use that as like your entryway, and That's then it's beautiful. just something else. Yeah, man, <laughs> I love this idea. And I will help you get it off the ground. 
I don't hey, know how to do deck. it. I don't, to do it. I don't know how we got there from Leopardate My Face, but um, <laughs> maybe, I guess maybe there's something to be said about us uh, making the show and then it all divul it, it all completely collapsing into a, a fucking giant like global hack where like our nuclear weapons are all fall apart and they go oh we got the idea from a reality show the sh- that one show the fantasy island no it's called like a daytime drama like what i don't remember what it's called <laughs> like, oh yeah that one thing and then we go oh shit we shouldn't have ever done that no um maybe that's the case but okay well i know that we're we're approaching preschool time so we all have to get to our respective preschools now at this point Molly um, nines. So- uh so to sum up leopards to eat my face so again like this is a this is a sub entirely about schadenfreude for pol- largely politicians not exclusively politicians um so if you're if you're looking for a little burst of dopamine watching some of your least favorite people get fucking pwned on the internet by their own actions it's a great resource for that um anything else you guys want to say anything else we got to close up with you know, just that, like, have some empathy, you guys, because you're going to vote for a leopard thing, people's faces party and think you'll never have a leopard eat your face. And it happens. So think of other people. Happen. Happens to all of us. Yep. Yep. Um, the golden rule is treat others how you would want to be treated. And the more I watch Desmond Street and Mr. Rogers, I think there needs to be an adult version of that show or those shows just to remind us like, Hey man, um, it could be you one day, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? True that. And also I feel like this could be called, I shouldn't have bought a chimpanzee and raised it as my child because now it's an adult chimpanzee and it just bit my penis off and ripped my arms off. <laughs> Subreddit. I think that was the original title of the, of the sub. I hate that shit. Um, and if you are, don't, um, don't uh, buy chimps. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, people that are listening, I think, are not going to run into this issue. But anybody who's been watching us the whole time, sorry, we had a little bit of tech issues in the beginning. Um, that happens sometimes. Um, but uh, anyway, is did you Reddit a weekly podcast about the internet by way of Reddit front page of the internet? My name is it's your dad. I'm dog boobs. My free day signing off. Signing off. We'll be back next week with another episode. <laughs> hey, woke. Follow, follow the money. Follow the money. Qui bono, everyone. Qui bono. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.